Welcome back to the Greasy Knuckles Podcast with Jimbo and J-Bones. Welcome back to another episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jimbo! Jimbo! And today we're going to talk a little bit about... Probably a little bit. Some dag blame dag gum gun control. No. <laughs> uh, I think we talked a little bit about maybe talking about our opinions on Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Wade. It's a high top. You know, fun fact: Roe is another word for fish eggs. It is. Then you wade in the water to get them. <laughs> There's your fucking dad fish joke. eggs and wading, boy. I tell you what, so we're gonna crack this caffeine if I can get the other one. Oh. Cheers, bud. Got a tap. Good luck. Alright, there's that. Alright, so. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. I don't. We're all crooked here. I don't particularly have an interest in Roe v. Wade. I think it's, uh. It doesn't affect me so much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of people are pissed. A lot of people are all upset about it. I mean, and like, I think it's mainly the people that don't really, you know. Understand what happened? Understand, you know, understand why it got turned back over. Um, I mean, I think it's a, it's a bad thing and it's a good thing, you know? I'm mean, on it's it's going to piss a lot of people off. I guarantee you this little uh, little episode we're doing is going to piss a lot of people off. A lot of people see it. If, yeah, if a lot of people see it. Uh, I think no matter what you do, you're going to piss somebody off, though. Yeah. I mean, you can't please everybody. That's for sure. You can try to kill them. Yeah. Yeah, but, so I just I think it's... It, it gave the rights back to the states. It didn't make abortion a constitutional privilege, if we'll call it, or a right. Yeah. Just the states can make their own rules about rules and laws about abortion now. Yeah. Which, and I think a lot of the states that already have laws on abortion that where, where they allow it, they'll probably just keep them the same. Or they'll make them even more looser. Loose, you know, just. But like I saw, I saw the lady on, I think it was CNN, saying it was going to affect tens of millions of women. Yeah, tens of millions of women. That's, gonna, that's a long stretch, like over the next thousand years, maybe tens of millions. Yeah. Or maybe longer than that even. But as of right here, right now, I mean, a lot of people get all bent out of shape of it. And it's like, before, you know, when they did have bans on abortions and shit people were still going across state lines to get an abortion it's just not going to be right next door you can just go you know into Planned Parenthood or whatever and just get it snipped out I read know, somewhere I read out. somewhere that was about 10% of all the abortions were done in a different state than where the person lived yeah I looked up a bunch of numbers for this because I was curious like I went down <laughs> this fucking rabbit hole about this abortion stuff so they're saying that that the, the most concrete numbers I could find were from 2019. I'm sure there's more updated stuff, but it's only 2022. Yeah. And it changes as it changes at about 6%. We don't do that. Some tunes? 
Yeah. In the background. Should have got the speaker there. Should have got the daggone speaker. I have to remember, it just takes takes longer and longer to set up this goddamn studio every night. Hey man, we're getting we're getting better at it though. I'd have to say. Not gonna listen to that right now. Anyhow, so what are we gonna what are we gonna do here? Uh, I don't know, man. Just classic metal, or you know. All right. Ozzy's got a new new thing out, but uh, I don't know. I I know a lot of people are gonna get upset because it's two straight white men preaching on abortion. You know, it's like. So I love each side. But I think everybody's opinion, as long as it makes somewhat sense, is validated. I mean. Well, like it should matter what people think about stuff. So what you're saying? This is gonna probably sound like shit on there. Anyways, yeah, like it should matter what people think about stuff. That's like that. That's the whole. That's the root of democracy, bro. Is being able to yeah. go back and forth about stuff and talk to people that you disagree with without losing your fucking mind on them. And instead of going like, yeah, just like you said, not losing your mind on someone, being like, hey, you got a different view than me. Let's talk about it. You know, a lot of people just go, ah, you, you think different, you're fucking retarded. Right. You know? right. Which is, how are you ever going to learn fucking anything if that is your whole mindset saying, oh yeah, you don't agree with me, well then fuck you. But that's the way it's gotten. Yeah. And the then whole cancel thing, you know. The whole like criminalizing, you know, free speech, free speech, criminalizing people's thoughts, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You're gonna criminalize someone else's thought process instead of just talking to them and wondering, like, hey, why do you think like that? You know? Well, I think a big part of it too is that being a veteran, you know, like that's what you serve for is for people's rights. Yeah. It's also your right to complain about everything. It is. And glad it happened, glad everybody has it. Get all the things out of shape. But I feel like, one, more motherfuckers need to get in here. I might, I might change it to. We'll do like a live battle or something. Because I know a lot of people like to be in there. But, hey, what's going on, Grass Boy 5? This is the, the podcast. He, he jumped on the other day whenever I went live and I was playing a uh, video game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was loving my podcast on there. Anytime anybody came in, I was like, crazy nothing's on Spotify, go in there. Yeah, welcome. We got a, we got a sign. We gotta get a real sign or something, because that one's just like a... It's mechanic style. Handwritten, yeah. So, yeah. So I think a lot of people maybe misunderstand, you know, like you hear all the people that, that rally about how it's gonna take uh, abortions away from raped women, and I'm not saying that rape is like funny or not funny, that's not the word. But it's not important. Prevalent? Prevalent? Sure. But it's not that prevalent according to the numbers from the CDC yeah. and Guttmacher's latest. So, I don't know, just from what I could understand was out of, out of 139,000 reported rapes, about four to 10% of them result in pregnancy. 4% is 5,500, that's a modest. That's just, and these are all like, this is all stuff I Googled and looked up on whatever website I could find. You know, like the CDC website, which I know a lot of people don't like them anymore yeah. since the COVID thing. So, hey, Grass Boy, can you hear us all right? Or is it like jumping in and out of the video? Uh, is it lagging? Anything like that? 
But my other my other point about my other point about the whole Roe versus Wade and the abortion scenario is that they said out of three million pregnancies in America, seven hundred eleven thousand resulted in abortion. Yeah, right. So out of that seven hundred and eleven thousand, there were one hundred and thirty nine thousand rapes reported. And if if you get raped, you're not reporting it, then you're not helping the whole. You're not helping anybody. Yeah, you should be reporting really it and getting these people. I believe, like Ben Shapiro said, I believe rapists should be castrated or killed. So, if you're not reporting it, you're not helping the problem. Yeah. Men or women, whatever, you know, I don't know. Thanks to the lights, bud. Hey, real quick, can you hear us all right? Is it lagging? Anything like that? Are we like roboting around, you know? Are we like... So, I think that the, not 500 yeah, is not a significant no, number. But if there were 711, <laughs> there were 711,000 abortions, 139,000 people raped, even if they all got pregnant. That's only, and I say that like that, only 139,000 yeah. rape pregnancies. And man, I know, I know women like they. I don't know if it's like they're just disgusted with it, like whatever. Uh, whenever they get raped, obviously it's disgusting feet. Nobody should fucking do it, but humans are nasty bitches. Uh, but yeah, you have to, like, I encourage everybody that has to go through a sexual assault, report the shit out of it, you know? Like, yeah, get that person accountable. And I know a lot of people, uh, especially in, like, colleges and stuff, will say, like, oh, it's a rape culture. Oh, it's the rape culture would mean that we don't punish rapists. Yeah, they actually promote it. Yeah, we don't do it. We, we punish the fuck out of them. Like, especially if there's concrete evidence where you go to the hospital after being raped and you take a rape kit test and it's concrete evidence, that motherfucker is going to prison and he will probably meet Bubba in prison and get them cheeks cut. But I've also seen a lot of, I've also seen it firsthand. Like, as soon as a man starts to assault a woman, if anybody sees it, people are gonna step in. Yeah. Like, most men are gonna step up and say, like, hey, buddy, you know, like, you can't do that, or attack them. Whatever you do, you, you stop the situation. I had a, a roommate years ago that got stabbed for stopping one of those situations, right? Yeah. He ran up on this dude that was beating his old lady, shouldn't say old lady, I guess, but beating his. Whatever she was, girlfriend, uh, maybe wasn't a biker, but he's beating his girlfriend or whatever, and he's kind of smacking her around, pushing her or whatever. And this was right in the middle of everybody downtown. And my roommate ran up and like grabbed the dude and tried to pull him apart. And homeboy pulled out a buck knife and went to work. And he stabbed him 13 times, all up through his like ribs and his. And it was, he said he didn't know the guy was stabbing him until the knife went down through his shoulder. And they said, like the best way I can put it, it's not what he said, it's what I think. Is when that knife went down through his shoulder, it was like when he put a cricket on a hook. He said his arms just fucking like flew over. <laughs> you know, he let go. So he thought the guy was punching him. Like he really thought the guy was yeah. punching him. He said he fucking let go of the guy and then that knife was sticking out of his shoulder and the guy grabbed his knife and then they fell down and the guy stabbed himself in the leg and that's how they found him later. The cops. Yeah. He was running down the he was running down the street, bleeding out of his leg, and the cops saw it. But the best part, I'm just going to finish the story because it's good. Yeah, yeah. The best part was I was, in a, I was in a bar. This was before I was married. I was in a bar like a little ways down the street. My phone rings. I pick it up and it's Chris. Chris's number. That's the guy. And, you know, just, what's up? 
and this girl's like, you know, is this, it, Chris is dying. And I was like, who the fuck is this? You know, she's like, he's dying. And I thought, whatever. So I closed it, or I don't know, whatever I did. She called back. She's like, I'm serious. He's saying to call you, but he's dying. So. Oh shit. I'm thinking this idiot probably got, you know, he probably got his ass beat. And he's just, you know, he's drunk and blah, blah, blah. So I come around the corner and the, the ambulance is out there and the, they got the caution tape up around the square. You know, there's paramedics and cops and shit everywhere. And there's this dude without a shirt on and they're taking the handcuffs off of him. And I'm like, oh fuck, you know, and I, I looked at him, I thought he was dead. He's yeah. all pale, there's blood everywhere. And he just looks up at me like, ah, holds his hand up. So I was like, oh fuck, you know, he's like, whoa, whatever. So I go, I go up to this guy there, I'm cuffing, and I tell the cop, I'm like, hey, that's my roommate, you know, just do I need to get his stuff, you're gonna take him to the hospital, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's like, this dude saved his life. So I start talking to the guy, he's an army veteran, and he's back from some stand country somewhere, you yeah. know, and He's like, I just saw your buddy bleeding, and I went like in the fucking like field mode or whatever, you know. So, he, but he didn't have a shirt because he had ripped his shirt off and <laughs> tied it around his waist. Yeah. Like he tied the shirt around his waist, around his chest, around his arms. He got stabbed in the upper arm and shit. So he had dressed him. We've been good, man. What you got? We've been real good. He said, "How you guys been? We've been good. Working uh, hard. Working for the man. Yeah, working for Uncle Sam. Um, trying to." Trying to get more people in here, brother, so we can, you know, interact with more people. I mean, you're cool. Don't get me wrong. We like having you in here, but we want more people, you know? So check it out. So he fucking, I start talking to the dude, and he says that the little guy that stabbed him is what he says about the guy. He's like, the little guy started running, and he ran, and he chased him after he tied him up. He comes around the corner, and there's a cop leaning on a building. Like, you know, downtown there is just, it's just a corner sidewalk, all that shit, whatever. Yeah. It was dark. So he runs around the corner and he's like, all I saw was somebody's back. So he tackled the cop because he thought the cop was stabbed, <laughs> right? That's why he's getting handcuffs put on him. Yeah. He said, he's like, bro, I came around that corner and just saw somebody wrap his legs up, put him down. So <laughs> I'm going to like jujitsu on this dude and the other cop jumped on him and they cuffed him up. Yeah. But anyways, after they cuffed him up, my, butt, my roommate was saying like, that's not the guy that stabbed me. That's not the guy that stabbed me. So. They found the dude later, and he was this tiny little, tiny little guy. He's real skinny and petite, had long hair. Like he's not doing well in prison, especially yeah. if he's still there. Oh yeah, but he didn't do well. He's somebody's girlfriend for sure. So yeah, that was cool, he's man. His girl. So I don't know. So we went and saw him in the hospital the next day. Whatever he lived. That whole other story though. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I just mean that like if somebody sees something happening. Nine times out of ten, some dude's gonna step in, you know. Yeah, and shit, I did. We're at a we're at the Tennessee State Fair, like the State District Fair. This fucking thing is huge. Like, I'm talking probably eight or nine square acres of you know fairgrounds and shit. It's crazy. But I was, I was there having a good time and everything, and I seen this this dude like start pushing this female. Push, push. And I came up to him and I grabbed him by the shirt. And this is back when I was crazy. Like, I'd fight fucking just for shits and giggles. Like, I love to fight. And I grabbed him by the shirt. I fucking held him about this close to my face. I was like, fucking touch her again and I'll end you. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, you know, I was just playing with her and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, I better not ever see that again. And I let him go. And then I just stood there 
and just watched them like all crazy eyed, you know. But just waiting on them to do something. Yeah. Because that is true, man. If you are being assaulted, and it doesn't really matter if you're a woman or if you're a man or whatever, if you're being assaulted, someone's going to help. Nine times out of ten. I just meant it's more likely if a dude sees something happen to a girl, he's going to yeah. try to step in and do something. Yeah, I had to fight a naked guy in uh, Louisiana at Mardi Gras one time. Cause he was, I didn't know he was naked when I started fighting him, but Were he was all wrestling. No, he had uh, like body <laughs> paint all over him, and he was fighting with his girlfriend. And I came out of the bar, and he was beating her up, you know. And I grabbed him like, <laughs> I grabbed him just to pull him off of her, cause I didn't really, I couldn't really tell what was happening. It was dark. Yeah. But when I grabbed him, he spun around and grabbed me. You know, we started rolling around the ground fighting, and I got up and I had like fucking glitter and shit all over me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, the cop showed up or whatever and pulled us apart. But I got up and while they were while they were putting cuffs on him and the girls, the girls telling the cop that I stepped in and stopped it or whatever, but so I didn't get cuffed. But when they pulled us apart, they were cuffing him. I realized like he had nothing on, like he was butt naked, Ooh. and it was just like a bar on a side alley. Like Ooh. she had glitter all over her too, but there was so much paint, you know, you couldn't tell somebody was naked. I guess yeah. or either he jumped out of his underwear and we started fighting. I'm not sure, but he might be like uh, Randy. He's got to get down into his yeah into his uh, birthday suit. Maybe he's like me at the airport. I wear those tearaway pants. With no underwear, just in case they ever say, "Sir, will you step to the side?" Yeah, like they're gonna do the little, like they're gonna do the full body cavity search. Cause we're not going in the back room. If they stop me at the airport, I'm just ripping the tearaway pants off. You know, like let's do this right here. Yeah. Um. Better fight a naked dude. I don't know. I, that would have been hard for me to just look past the penis and. Start wrestling, but yeah, it's dark. I mean, I, I, I was drunk too, so I just grabbed the dude because it was dark. If you're just coming in in the story, it sounds terrible right now, but I was drunk and I just grabbed this naked dude, you know, and threw him on the ground. But it's a horrible thing if you just heard it. But grab yeah, his nuts and twist it. Yeah. <laughs> twist it, that dude. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. I just mean that. I didn't know he was naked and saw him like beating on somebody. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a woman to start with. I was just trying to get him apart. Yeah. But you know, now I don't care if somebody's fighting. I mean, if they're fighting a woman, I'll, I'll say something. But if people are fighting now, I just let them go. Yeah. I learned my lesson. When I was working the door at that bar, I learned about fighting people. You just don't fight. Let them go. Two man. men fighting each other or two women fighting each other, you just let them go. They'll sort it out. They'll drink a beer yeah. with each other after whatever. Unless they're a woman. You know, women, when they fight, they become like mortal fucking enemies forever. And they could be like, they could miss out on the best friendship they could have ever had. And it's like, well, why don't you like that dude? Oh, well, uh, or that, that girl. Why don't you like that girl? Oh, well, back in kindergarten, I had this crayon, and she took it from me and broke it. So I slapped her, and she slapped me back. And it's like, for those in, those in kindergarten, yeah, fuck that bitch. She's a hoe. And it's like... I don't, that don't make no sense. Some of the people, I'd say my best friendships are with the ones that I've like knocked out. They're fucking awesome. I'm gonna fight a lot of my friends too. Just think that our one viewer is left. And now there's like nobody here. There's nobody. Um, the ganja kid or whatever. Yeah. The grass boy. He's gone. But anyhow. I think the whole, I mean, this is still running back here, so I guess we can keep talking. Yeah, you know? I think the whole, I feel like everybody's confused about Roe versus Wade. 
Yeah, that was our uh, original topic. Topic on the fights and yeah. I just feel like you start talking about fighting and stuff, though it's much better conversation. Yeah. You know. I, I'm cool with it. I just I, don't know, I learned I learned a lot about fighting when I worked at that bar because you just you're you're constantly dealing with someone, you know, like constantly dealing with people that are too drunk to deal with themselves. Like yeah, but like back to the whole like women battering thing, like there was a, I don't know if I told you about that girl that flicked that cigarette in the dude's face. So I'm standing outside at the bar and this dude's arguing with his girlfriend there was a picnic table and she's standing on the picnic table, right? Like she's small, she's tiny thing. And she's on the, standing where you sit normally on the picnic table and they're going back and forth where she's got a cigarette. Yeah. And she flicks the cigarette in his face. Like from just a few feet away, she flicks oh. this thing right in his face. And he just, did you stop it? Yeah. Are you resetting it? Yeah. I don't like this chair. This WADD, right? Yeah. Yeah, keep going. I'm still listening. So, so this girl, she flicks her cigarette in this dude's face, right? Oh, fuck, I better not do that. And, uh, she flicks the cigarette in his face and three times, and then she fucking hit her like a man, dude. Like, just fed her one. Like, bam! Yeah. So, and he, he wasn't a real big dude, like, probably my size, but... So I ran up and grabbed him and just pulled him back and I had I had my, you know how you get like your arms in somebody's arms? Yeah. So he was like this. So I had his arms and I turned him around and this crazy motherfucker jumped on my back from the picnic table. She starts punching me in the back of the head. What the fuck? Get off him, get off him, you know? And I'm thinking, he just fucking drilled you in the mouth. Like I can feel the blood dripping on my back, on my neck, like trying to get her off on me. So I look in the bar and my roommate's girlfriend was a bartender there and she did, uh, Tybo every morning, she ran like five miles a day, like she wasn't no bitch. Yeah. You know I mean, like, and she was there just six feet tall. So I look at her and she looks out the window and there's big plate glass windows and she just palms the bar with both hands, boom, and throws her feet over, you know, like a cowboy, like just fucking like just one good jump. Yeah. She just boom, hurtled over the bar and she comes out and grabs her off of me and starts like just fucking going to work on her. But while she's got her, me and this dude fall down in the bicycle rack. Because they had a bike rack out there just bolted to the sidewalk, you know? So we fall into the bicycle rack and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to figure out how to get back to my feet or anything. And I just see this opportunity, like his face is against the bicycle rack, you know, my shoulders against it. So I just reached over the bicycle rack and grabbed his t-shirt, pulled his shirt to the bicycle rack. So I had him like this, like by his collar. <laughs> I just started like fucking boom, boom, just ran down on him. But anyways, that was pretty funny, man. Because you're, it's awesome when you're, when you're a bouncer. Cause you're covered under the bar. Let the cops show up. Even like, you're not supposed to be drunk. But I was drunk all the time, doing yeah. a lot of stuff. But anytime they show up, they, they just immediately go for the patron. Yeah. You know, because you wear a T-shirt that has the bar name on it. It says security on the back. Well, they, they just, know you're not just gonna start fucking somebody up. Right. Even though I would. No but, reason. But they come up and they're like, "What happened?" You know, and start telling them the story, whatever. Dude gets arrested. Yada yada. Anyways, but it was just so it was fun, dude. That's crazy. Best. Saw the cool stuff there. I saw this uh, this dude. His name was Keith, and he was a cowboy, the bull rider. Yeah. So he shows up, and he's missing part of his finger. It's all bandaged up. Mm. And he's sitting at the bar. You know, he takes his cowboy hat off, puts it on the bar, calls everybody ma'am. You know, yeah. real, real gentleman. Real, real gentleman. But he's dumping Percocets out on the bar and eating them like Tic Tac. <laughs> he got his finger ripped off, and he's chasing it down. You know, he's just washing them down with Budweisers. 
So, and he had a big, big Dodge Dually truck. He parked it right in front of the bar. And this is in the Pacific Northwest, like Hippie Central, right? So this skinny hippie kid walks up to him and is like, you know how much that, how bad that truck is for the environment, man? You know, that thing uses so much gas and pollution and blah, blah. And he says, he says, get the fuck away from me. You know, shut the fuck up. It's, because shit's bandaged up. You know? Yeah. He doesn't want to hear shit. He doesn't give a fuck about his truck right now. Get the fuck away from me. Well, he doesn't give a fuck about his hippie kid. Yeah. So, and his hippie kid's got the round glasses. You know, it's like John Lennon. <laughs> he goes out, and I'm standing at the door just kind of watching the scene or whatever, you know, and nothing's going on right now. And I look out the window, and I see the hippie kid standing in the back of his truck. And he's peeing in his truck. Oh, shit. So I see this and I think, what a fucking bad idea. And about that time I look over and Keith looks out the window. Nope, that's all he says. Nope, <laughs> he grabs his hat, puts his hat on. He walked out there and he was a big dude, right? So he reaches up like this and he grabs that kid by the shirt and just throws him all the way to the ground, like from the back of the truck to the sidewall. Bam, bam. And then there's a there's like metal light poles out there. So he gets like a handful of his hair. He picks them up and starts going ding. Ding, ding, bouncing his head off his pole, ding. And I mean, I, I thought it was hilarious. You know? Yeah. I'm like, well, you, you know, you get what you deserve. Yeah. So he just dings his head off the light pole five or six times. Kid falls out, glasses are broken and everything. He goes back to the bar, sits back down, starts drinking his beer. Like nothing happened. So, so I went and told him, I was like, hey man, it's policy. If there's a fight, she's going to call the cops, the owner. Yeah. I was like, so you got like two or three minutes when they get here, but they're coming. I just want to give you the heads up, you know? Yeah. Because he, you know, whatever. He was standing his ground, in my opinion. So he says, all right, appreciate it, man. He finishes his beer, picks up his cowboy hat, and looks at the bartender and says, ma'am, puts his cowboy hat on and leaves. <laughs> the cops get there and they pick this kid up. He's just like a jumble. They pick him up. What happened? He's like, he's fucked up. <laughs> so I was like, there was a fight, man. I mean, I he's like, well, where's the other guy? I don't know, I guess he left. He got out of Dodge. I fucking love that job. It was the best job I ever had. Yeah, that's... See, I've always thought about being a, a bouncer, but I feel like if I did it, I would never leave. Like, I would just be stuck at that bar. And it could be a shit bar. It could be a little dive bar in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. making 10 bucks an hour or five bucks an hour. I wouldn't give a fuck, because it's always just appealed to me, you know? I mean, 100 bucks a night, cash. Cash. And I worked Cash from one. eight till closing, which was usually, you know, three or so. That's pretty, I mean, that's yeah. decent. That's Especially up. back in the day. Yeah, it was cash. This is 2006. Wasn't too bad. So, I mean, it was, it was only like four nights a week. So it's $400 a week, but it was cash too. Yeah. It's like $500 a week. Let's you know, uh, pay taxes. Let's talk to our, our here listener. Thanks listener. Thank you listener. What are your thoughts on Roe v. Wade? Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any crazy bar fight stories? <laughs> I think, I mean, go ahead, chime in whenever you want to. I think that, uh, that even when I was reading that, even when, even when, before they overturned Roe v. Wade, that 10% of abortions were done across state lines anyways. I know we already kind of talked about that, yeah. and kind of rehashing what we've been over. Left? Yep. Oh, didn't want, didn't want to hear two Ben's hear. opinions on Roe versus Wade. Yep. Well, maybe we should talk that. about it. Or what should we, we talk about? It? Well, I mean, every time I bring it up, they leave. Yeah. Yeah. One time I caught a fish this big. Where's the camera? It was that gum, Miss Big. Hey, baby. 
We don't have anybody in here except for you, which is awesome. But it was that big. It was this big. The fish. If you don't mind, just give us some light. Please. Just kidding. Over exaggerate. <laughs> I was over exaggerating. That's the only time I over exaggerate, though. Only. Not to exaggerate the story. Yeah. Only about fish. Only about fish. Never about fights or drinking or you know important things. Yeah. Or how bad I feel for Roe and Wade since they've been overturned. <laughs> Nobody likes to be overturned. Nobody. I mean, some people like to be turned over, but not everybody likes to be overturned. I did. That's a good way of putting it, right there. Right side. Right side. Yeah. So. Send me likes. I appreciate you, folks. You in it? You in it? Win. Stop. Hey, did you see it? Did you know we have a podcast? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Go check. Go listen to that. Go check out the Greasy Knuckles. Super expensive. On Spotify. I think I spelled it right. Did I tell you about doing the comments on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, they blocked your shit if you use Spotify? After I put, after I put Greasy Knuckles Veteran Podcast on Spotify, about a hundred times it stops working. Yeah. Not allowed. So then I just take away the why. And it works again for a hundred more times. Then I change it to Spotify, and it works again for a hundred more times. That's as far as I've had to get. I would so think with this much advertisement, we'd have a couple more listens. Well, we just started this. This is the third one that we've done on TikTok. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is my third episode one. there. But I haven't checked our I haven't checked our anchor numbers lately or Spotify numbers. Let's see, Woo. I sent myself eight point nine thousand likes. Nice. Time to start again. Nice. You're not supposed to talk about that, are you? No, I mean, you can like your own stuff. Just not the way that I do. Yeah. But, I wish my uh, lovely, beautiful wife would download the same app that I've got. And then she could do that? Oh, yeah. Does that count for anything? Likes? Yeah. So, if you get a shit ton of likes, Mm -hmm. that'll start putting yours at the top of the... Hey, so people with like 85,000 likes, like, you'll see them, regardless. That's probably how they're doing it then. Probably. Only says you have 531 likes. Jeez, what about now? Does it still say 531? Now it says 532, you're welcome. (laughs) You know, are we lagging or is it Pretty good connection. Definitely burning up my hot spot. Yeah. She said it's still on. See, that's what I was thinking. You can only, it doesn't work for your stuff, does it? Maybe 150. That might actually do it. No? Okay. That's so pretty. Uh, I just keep accidentally backing out. Oh. Alright. What does so, that mean? How many likes does it say that I have now? I'm just curious if what I did just worked. I think she accidentally keeps like going out of the live. Your dog got her legs stuck between the mattress and bed frame. I get my legs stuck between the mattress and bed frame all the time. Did it hurt her? 
Yeah. Is she alright or do I need to come back? She's fine. Okay. All right, good. All right. Now that we've got the uh, dogging dilemma out of the way, what are we talking about? Right. Maybe we should make a phone call. Do we need to take a break so Jimbo can make a phone call? Check on the well-being of his family? No, they're, they're all right. The aminals? My aminals are all right. But, damn. All right. I want more fucking people to be in here. Hey, what's up, man? You want to go live with us? Probably does. We'll, we'll go ahead and go live with you. Yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Fuck it. Please have pants on. Invite set. We'll see if he uh, accepts. So accepts. I mean, I feel like if we get more people in here, maybe, you know, we can talk and get some, get some conversation going. See what their thoughts are on on gun control. Gun control. I'm lagging now. What did I say? I thought it said you're begging now. Damn. Doesn't All right. What? Does mine need to be closer or something? It probably helped if it was. Um. I don't know if it's even recording anymore, but I think so. Well, what's our next stop? I don't know. That's what I, I thought we were coming here to talk about this, had all kinds of numbers. Alright, well, let's, I'm gonna, let's like, do it. Put my glasses on, I sound smart. Yeah, but so we'll, we'll go ahead. Well, that's what I see. I mean, if, if people would engage, we could actually get like some women's thoughts on this or yeah. some men's thoughts on this, or maybe women's that call themselves men's thoughts on this, but it's not gonna <laughs> affect either. It's gonna affect them as much as it's gonna affect me. So I feel the same way that you do. I feel like a lot of people are just kind of misinformed of, yeah, like you know, those idiots crying on the street about this. Yeah, like saying, "Oh, now we're gonna die." So, oh, fucking. So the way I think about it is that if you lived in in a state that didn't support abortion, right? It wouldn't matter what doctor you went to, if they don't, they're not going to do it, they're not going to do it. Because yeah. I read that there were about 1,500 facilities in America that would do it. Yeah. So if you can't, regardless of the Roe versus Wade verdict, if you can't find a doctor in Alabama to do abortions, because I think that's one of the cities, or states, I think Georgia is pretty pro-life too. It is. But if you can't find a doctor to do it, you're just going to go to a state that will do it. So yeah. that hasn't changed with Roe v. Wade overturned. What Shelby was telling me is some people were getting like prosecuted for going over state lines to get it done. They yeah. were getting like punished when they came back here and like charged with murder. Murder, essentially. Hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's not really gonna affect many people, I'd say, because so like when I lived out in California, you know. I didn't agree with half of their fucking laws, yeah. but I still had to live there. Yeah. Boat. yeah, and it's the same thing with Georgia. I don't agree with all their laws, right? but I'm still going to fucking live here. And right. if, if one law, if the abortion law is going to get you to move, good, so be it. Like, who gives a fuck? Everyone's got an open choice to just fucking leave their hometown. 
Yeah, but I think a big problem with it too, like this whole like it's everybody in an uproar, is that everybody thinks that you, everybody cares what they think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like when Elon Musk, or when they were saying Elon Musk going to buy Twitter, and all those people came out and they're like, I'm canceling my Twitter account right now. Give a give a shit. Well, just like the fucking twenty thousand people that said. Oh, I'm moving out of the country if Donald Trump becomes president. Good. And they never did. Like, yeah. well, no, they did. They're like, I'm. Regret. And there was a, uh, there was fucking like actresses and actors and shit and shit saying we're moving to Canada if he becomes president. And then he became president, and nobody fucking moved to Canada. Like, you're just gonna accept it or just get over it, really, because nobody gives a shit. What we think, what sure. anybody thinks, really, you know, it all comes down to the politicians, what they want and what they need. And I feel like them turning it back over to the states is amazing because not only, so the, the judicial system, DC isn't the ones making laws for states, they shouldn't be. And this was one of those things, and they decided, like, you know what? We were wrong when we did Roe v. Wade in the first place. We were wrong. Sorry about that. We're going to turn it back over to the states. Let the states dictate, because that's what it's supposed to be. I agree. I feel like big government is only there for military enforcement and basic you know, constitutional right, rights enforcement. Other than that, it should be completely left up to the state. Because you should be able to write your governor and be like, hey man, what if this is our problems, this is our issues, and him not be like, well, I would do something, but you gotta run it up the flagpole. We gotta run it up the flagpole to DC, hopefully they'll accept it. Well, do you think it would work better if each state was run almost like its own country? Yes, that, that's how it was supposed to be in the first place. But and I mean, literally, like, like do pretty much do away with federal law. Like, everything could be handled at the highest state level. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, other than your basic constitutional rights, there shouldn't be any laws passed down from D.C. Like, that should all be ran state by state because the people in Georgia don't want the same shit as the people in California. That's why they're not there. You I'm know? so smart. I don't know how we haven't just like taken over the world. Man, we should be fucking dictators. Yeah. But yeah, that's why there's different places you can go. Like if, if you hate California's laws, you can move somewhere else that's fucking a lot more lenient. So, you know? so that, that makes me think that I never understood why people are unhappy or poor or whatever where they are. Why they don't leave? Yeah, that's why you don't just leave. I like. I can't get mad at Mexicans for coming to America because I've been to Mexico and there's some really nice places there. The love is fucked up, and if I lived there, I'd be leaving too. Especially right now because you just got free pass to get in. Oh yeah, do whatever you want, and they'll fly you into fucking Florida or wherever. Supposedly, but allegedly, I feel. Uh, What's that? Sure, oh somebody. You wear pants? How's it going? Do you have a shirt on and are you wearing pants? Because we came across that issue before. Yeah, why, bro? Huh? I'm sorry? 
Couldn't hear you. Why does this always happen? I don't know. If you're gonna fucking, if you're gonna go on yeah. here with somebody and talk, fucking go on here with the lights on and your mouth in the right place where you can say stuff and your face in the camera. It's fucking, you, you go live to a dark room and it's just like, <laughs> You guys suck. Oh, you guys, blah, blah, blah. just talk to us. Would this be better if I, I mean, most, some people might think it's better if I talk like this. Maybe, but. Some people. If I was going live, I'd definitely. I'm just saying, if you're gonna invite somebody to talk to you, don't fucking, I don't call people while I'm underwater. Yep. Or with a fucking dick in my mouth, but. Whatever was happening there. Yeah, no telling. Or the dick in your mouth. Uh, that might have scared them away, asking if they had pants and a shirt on. They might have been like, well, what? I mean, they clearly see that we wear. have shirts on. So. They said, why yeah, why? Oh, well, we couldn't fucking hear him because he had the phone this fucking yeah. close to his face. I mean, you can clearly see that we're at least wearing shirts. Yeah. And hats. So, but and pants, they're optional. Optional. You can't tell. As long as the camera's from the waist up, just, you know, like a, I don't know. I just think that's retarded if you're going to live, like, whatever it's called, go live with somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a TikToker. TikToker. Jimbo's, Jimbo's trying to sucker me into it, but yeah. I'm not a fan. See, I feel like you should, man, because you could join this live on the, and just sit there and tap. Just tap that motherfucking screen, get us up there, start sharing it with people, whatever. Yeah, maybe so. And I don't get it, because you watch YouTube Shorts all the time. Yeah. And it's, YouTube Shorts is just like old tickety-tock. And I know there's not going to be any dicks on YouTube Shorts. If I watch that, a dick's not going to show up. I'm not going to scroll Same thing through. Same TikTok. You can be naked on your camera. No. You're not allowed to be naked no. on TikTok? You'll get your shit taken down like that. Really? And account banned. No shit. Maybe yeah. I will do it then. I thought there was like always random dicks on there. No. No. There's not any nudity. Well, some people will get away with nudity by wearing like a close to see through thing, but then it gets taken down anyways. So yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I will. maybe I'll reconsider. Who knows? No, definitely not. <laughs> What's that? It's just talking about dicks on yeah. TikTok. Dick talk. That's, that's probably what, a thing. That's what I'm coming out with. Dick talk, where I, all it is is just dicks. So I had to have done dick talk, tit talk, tit talk, yeah, tip cock. For for all the homosexuals, we'll do dick talk. And oh, we won't. I won't. Even animated ones. I won't do dick, yeah. dick talk. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'll I make wear one. my clothes on the internet these days. And then people can just scroll through and it's just floppy dicks on the screen. And then we'll make tit talk there's where no, it's just floppy tits. There's no naked movies of me that don't require a VCR. Yeah, that's a good thing. I don't think there's any that way either. That was just a joke. But just saying. That's what I thought. I thought you could just be naked on TikTok. So that's why no. I don't want it because I got kids. No, it's the same exact thing as YouTube Shorts. I got kids, and I just leave all my shit laying around all the time. I don't need my kids on my phone looking yeah. at dicks on TikTok. Yeah, I but, mean, you know, maybe if I don't know, look, I'll look into it. Yeah, I'll reconsider. But uh, fuck, what what were we talking? Oh yeah, people that won't leave where they're at. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't that is take... a pet fucking peeve of mine when people bitch about how their town is doing or how. Oh, I, I'm not making much money, or I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that. And they're not willing to just say, fuck it, and leave. Like, you know, my Uncle Tom told me one time that he, he, he told me to buy a tool belt. Because if you, as long as you have a tool belt, you can go to work somewhere. It's a good theory. For any of you guys that 
are young and don't have an Uncle Tom like I had to tell you important things, just buy yourself a tool belt. Go to Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever you like to buy stuff, Ace, I don't know. They all sell tool belts. Get yourself a tool belt, a frame and hammer. And know. he actually had an Uncle Tom. Yeah, an Uncle it's Thomas. Not, it's not, not a racist thing. thing. His name was Thomas. Yeah. He did have a cabin and he had a pond beside Eight. his cabin. Eight. Hey, there we go. What's that? That boy swerving? <laughs> that boy swerving. What's up? I want to know who that boy swerving is. Are you a dude? I'm guessing because you said that boy. That boy swerving. Never know though, so I thought I'd ask. Yeah. But I did. My uncle, he gave me valuable information like that. Yeah. Have a tool belt. All you need is a framing hammer, uh, uh, measuring tape, and one of the, uh, you know what a speed square is? Yep, I know exactly. If you don't know what a speed square is, is it's the little triangle that you keep in your tool belt. I'm a dude at 17 years of age. All right. My welcome, name welcome. is. I'm probably gonna butcher that. Is that Eilis? Eilis? It looks like. It looks like Eilis. Eilis to me. Eilis. Well, welcome. Eilis. I'm glad you're uh, tuning in again. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I'm glad you made this live, even though we're about to have to get off. But do we? I mean, we could probably run over a little Il bit. Ilios. 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 Nice. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a cool name, man. It's yeah. uh, unique. I like it. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're really just bullshitting tonight about all kinds of stuff again. Like, we started off with Roe versus Wade and what we thought about it, thought we'd weigh in on it, but I don't know, it seems to scare people off when you start talking about that. Yeah, I. But yeah, we're talking about a perfect person we got set. Alright, cool. Elias, right? Eilis. Eilis? Il e os, right? <laughs> I don't know. Il e os, yeah. Ilias, Ilias. Could do that, Ilias. That's a cool name, man. Uh, yeah, we were talking this last little bit before you jumped in. Uh, Ilias, perfect, got it. Was about people that bitch and moan about uh, where they live, where they live, but the they're not willing to go anywhere. Especially they're not willing to like. Relocate. Fuck it and just leave. Especially I mean, if you don't have any kids or anything. Yeah. And you can I, live in your car. Like you don't have a car, you can live in a box. My my wife's like grandparents. I mean, they're happy where they're at. They're not bitching. But they've lived in the same fucking town for like their entire life. Mm -hmm. And they're old. I mean, they're they're great people. I love them to death, but they're old. And they've never like went anywhere you know really i mean they've just stayed in the same spot which is cool because they they know everybody and they're friends with everybody and that kind of thing but at the same time it's like do you not want something more like to experience something new to say fuck it we're just gonna pack up and get out of here i could make more money or i could do this or i could do that like yeah, I think some people are fine with that. I'm just saying, like, if all you do is bitch and moan and complain about not having anything, then leave. Yeah. So I don't know if, I don't know if Ilias was here when I said this earlier, that my uncle that I grew up with, his name was Thomas. So if you ever say my Uncle Tom, I mean my Uncle Thomas. He told me when I was a young man, he said, oh, buy yourself a tool belt. Put a hammer, a measure tape, and a speed square in it, and you can never go wrong. You'll always have work. What's this thing? I, I want to go to Florida, live in Northern Virginia right now. They have, when my mom was a kid, they went to Arizona and Newfoundland and Canada and stuff like that. Okay, I mean, and I said it's fine because they like where they're at. Like, 
they enjoy where they live, that's fine. What what we're talking about is people that bitch and moan about like the everything around their hometown them or and whatever. oh my, my town sucks and oh there ain't shit to do here. This place is a drag, whatever. Oh and by the way, if you go to Florida, go to Key West. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, visit um, Key West. Yeah, yeah, don't I wouldn't live there. I grew I mean, up in Florida. I would, but at the same time, because I just got a job offer down there. But I was like, nah, because one, I'd have to pack up all my shit and go down there. And then two, they have hurricanes. Like, bad fucking hurricanes. And I'm not about that life. So, but yeah, but I grew up there. It's not really like, like whatever, hurricanes are bad, but you just got to be ready for them. And you're a lot. to lose power and, you know, yeah, don't live on the water because it's going to flood, stuff like that. What I, but what I'm talking about is like, and a lot of people, they're like, you know what? You can't help your situation sometimes. Sometimes you're just stuck there, blah, 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 blah. Motherfucker, I was in the fucking sticks of Tennessee. Like, the boondocks of Tennessee. And I was able to get out. And I didn't have a clean past, but I was still able to get out. I had to utilize the Navy, obviously, because that was like my only way out, because I wasn't making shit for money. Well. Yeah, but it's not the. But I was. It's not but. technically the only way. Like you can go work at a restaurant. Well, yeah. Or you can go work at a job site. I mean, I know like there's a lot. But you need a lot the of money to people doing. But you can make it. Yeah. Well, you can fucking leave. Why well, needs a tank of gas to get the fuck out of there? Yeah, but I've done like, like, you know gas before. I want to be able to. I want to go on deployment. That was one of my things. Like I wanted to deploy on a ship. I wanted to see the world. And I wanted out of that fucking town because I knew if I was gonna stay there, I was gonna be stuck there. And now then, you're deployed on a friendship. Those are the best kinds of ships. <laughs> but no, so I mean, I joined the Navy, got out of that, and I have I have buddies back home that are still doing the same shit, still popping pills, still smoking weed, still fucking working at like Dairy Queen or Taco Bell, and it's like, man, that was years and years ago and they're still doing the same shit and they're not happy one of my buddies on facebook right now he's he's back there and he's still working the same bullshit job still doing the same thing and constantly bitching i'm like right. get out of there that is a dead town that's where people go to just fucking die you well, know? the thing is at least if you go somewhere else you might not make a lot of money at first but you go somewhere else and you live in another place you're gonna meet new people who cares if you got to grind for a little while? Like I've lived in the back of my truck before. It's not. I mean, you find some. You go to work somewhere. You can find somebody to move in with. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy to fucking You're like. Get out hey, of can I? You got an extra room? Yeah, I got an extra room. Uh, it's one. I know. I know. We we took lunch late, so. Yeah, man, that's the problem with life. It's like recycling. It's the same concept over and over. Yeah, exactly. And people just go, ah, fuck it, I guess this is as good as it gets. But if you constantly chase it, and I know people are like, oh, well, the grass is always greener. Yeah, it fucking is. You just got to be willing to chase it. Like keep jumping the fence. Yeah, keep jumping the fence. Guess what? It's going to be real green one day. I guess Georgia passes this law. Wrap up pretty soon because they're going to start, people are going to start walking by. Yeah. Well, I guess this is going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Remember, if you miss anything, it's going to be on Greasy Knuckles on Spotify. Uh, check it out. Give it a listen. 
Go listen to the past um, episodes. Send some questions on that uh, Spotify. There's a little tab you can send questions to. Or you can hit my business email with greasyknuckles at gmail.com. Spelled exactly like my uh, username. Much love, y'all. It was great. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully next time you can get the whole episode. Get it a little earlier. You never know. You never know what you might get into here on the Greasy Knuckles. Yeah, we don't. We don't know what we're getting into. Just remember... If you're gonna get greasy, go knuckles deep. That's right. Total of eight viewers. Where? Hmm. It's like a hot dog flying through the air. knuckles podcast we do love everybody at the end of the day we might be dickheads we might be shitbags but we love everybody so if you or a loved one or anything is having thoughts of suicide or going through addiction anything and you're a veteran uh please please reach out it's 1-800-273-8255 and then press one uh that's the veterans crisis hotline or you can go to the veteranscrisisline.net, all one word, or text 838-255, or call the VA, or call the Greasy Knuckles. Do something. Help yourself. Do something and reach out, man, because 22 a day is 22 too many. That's a tongue twister. Stay greasy. See ya.